satisfying. Very satisfying. <laughs> that uh, prayer is a series of affirmations. First, it was Jesus' name for God, as he understood God, our Father, which art in heaven, which means in his highest consciousness. How would be thy name? Meaning, may I not use my name for God inappropriately. That I would not confuse my, my name for God in any other circumstance that is less than the highest. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Charles Fillmore said, thy will is done. What is God's will for us? But to be happy, to be joyous, to be free. Thy will be done. In earth, in earth Charles Fillmore said, in earth, meaning in the body, as it is in heaven, as it is in the highest mind. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who treasure you. Oh, give us this day our daily bread. means I expect to have all that I need today. That's what that's saying. I expect to have all that I need today. It's not saying I expect to have all that I want today. It's saying I expect to have all that I need today. It's not saying I expect to win the lottery today. Although if you have that, that, uh, that instinct, you might want to buy a ticket. And so give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive those who did against us. I've got the two versions confused. Hopefully we forgive our debtors. There we go. But forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. As being the operative word. It only, it all happens at the same time. I am forgiven as I forgive. It's not forgive me and then I'll get around to everyone else as soon as I'm willing. It means I experience forgiveness for myself as I experience it within my thoughts for all beings, not just some, but all beings. There are no exceptions to who ought to be released from my thoughts. Okay, what's the next line? I had to go the whole way through. Lead us not into temptation. Lead us not into temptation. And that's not saying God is going to lead us into temptation. What that is a declaration of is, in my God thinking, I will not do do the. I will not be tempted to think inappropriately. I will not be tempted to think in separation. That's what that means, or in duality. When I, I will not give in to the temptation, and of course, temptation is all around us. I have senses. And I have sensations, and I want them satisfied. But in my highest thinking, I will not give in to that. Uh, I lead us not to temptation, for that is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. What? Did I miss something? I, I'm not sure. That's good enough. <laughs> it is good enough. You get the point. So we're going to have a meditation now. Get comfortable. It's going to be a little lengthy, like last week. We're going to go through our 12 powers again. We're going to, once again, have our mental and our physical healing. So, take a breath. Give thanks now that we're here, that we are together, and we are praying together, peekaboo. We are praying with one another. And so, I invite you to look within and breathe in and up. And up the highest point of our being. 
It's our highest mind, what we call our Christ mind. And so I do affirm that the Christ in me is awake now, the Christ being the memory of God, the memory of good, the memory of light, the memory of what is. The Christ in me is awake now. Those of you who care to, would you know that with me? The Christ in me is awake now. And I invite you, there at the highest point of your being, to create a beautiful light. Just a beautiful, beautiful light. I don't care what color it is. But let it be a light that represents your highest thought. Your highest knowing. Not that you could describe this knowing, but that you could know that you know. I know that I know. And so let that light come into your brain from the highest point. Let it come into your brain. And right there in the middle of your brain is the first of our 12 divine mind faculties, our 12 powers. And the first power is called faith. We do not claim an opposite to faith. We have faith in what we have faith in. Because faith is our yes power. If you want to know what you have faith in, look at what you're saying yes to. But here now, look at what you'd like to say yes to. Now is a great chance with your Christ mind awakened. Now is a great chance to live in what you'd like to say yes to. And what you can say yes to now. And I invite us all to say yes. God is the source of my life. And God is the source enables me to be happy, to be joyous, to be free. God as my source enables me in all consciousness to be aware, to intuitively know how to handle situations in love, in peace, in wisdom. So I say yes to the light of God. Now let your, let your awareness, let that light go down behind your left eye. Behind the left eye. Let's wake up the second power. The power of will. And will is about our willingness. Our willingness to carry out what we have said yes to in our faith. We are willing to carry out through our thinking, through our words, through our actions. This divine light. Now let the light move on over. To your right eye. Let's wake up the third power, the power of wisdom. It's understanding, excuse me. Third power is understanding. Behind the right eye, this is a triangle that works together between faith and will, or willingness, and wisdom. I keep saying that, and understanding. Faith, will, understanding, understanding is our power and our capacity to direct the will to where the faith has said yes to. And understanding 
sends it right into the imagination. So send your light, the focus of your light, right here in between your eyes to wake up the fourth power, the power of imagination. For imagination lights my path. Imagination lets me turn all obstacles into opportunities. Any obstacles I've had are the places where I have forgotten my source or where it is already figured out. Imagination lights my path to carry out the faith that I have said yes to. Now let the light come through your brain, washing your brain as it were, cleansing, purifying, easing anything that might have been a burden in there. And then let it come down, down to the base of your neck, the base of your skull and the top of your neck. And right there is the fifth power, the power of zeal. Zeal is so important. Because zeal lets me excited, or be excited to be me. Zeal awakens my enthusiasm. Zeal puts duration to this yes of faith. Now let the light come through your eyes, the beautiful Christ light, the remembering of God. Let it come through your eyes and your vision. Let it flow through your nose and your breathing. Let it flow into your mouth and into your throat. Let everything be healed in your mouth and cleansed. So that as it flows into your throat, we can wake up the sixth power. The power of power. Because our words have such power. And we want to speak the words of our faith in our yes to healing, to wholeness, to the light of God. We want to speak these words to ourselves, and we want to speak them to each other. We want to speak the words of light and love into every cell, every tissue, every fiber of our being, because they are all listening. Now let the light come into your lungs. Let the light of wisdom, of knowledge, of power, of presence, Cleanse your lungs. That you may be rendered free within this section of your body. That there be an ease rather than a tightening. That we no longer need to hold our breath for fear of what is coming next. But we breathe excitedly at the next part of our awakening. That we breathe with joy in the possibility that resides in God. The divine possibility. The divine idea that is here and the next one that is coming. Now let the light come into your heart. In your heart, let's awaken the divine mind faculty of love. Divine love awakened in me now. 
Divine love, not just on the path, but divine love being the path. Now let the light go into your solar plexus, just down here, down underneath the middle. The eighth power, the power of wisdom. And let wisdom work with love. Let them come combined. Not to create a power, but a function. And the function is discernment. That I could discern between the voice of spirit, that I could, and, well, discern between spirit and ego. <clears throat> that I could discern between the voice of love and the voice of fear. That I could discern and hear the voice for God telling me what ought to be thought by me, what ought to be said by me, what ought to be done by me. Now let the light come down through your torso here. This beautiful Christ light of wisdom and power and presence and knowledge. And let it cleanse all the internal organs. Let it pull away from the organs all the old thoughts that we don't need anymore. Let us not fight to keep these thoughts. Let us become willing to release them as we will have an opportunity in just a couple of hours. But see your organs shiny and bright, healthy and whole. As the light moves towards the navel. And right there, behind the navel, is our ninth power, the power of order. As we align with this power, let us come to understand there is always an order and a result that starts with what we think, with what we say in our calling forth into our conscious mind that leads to a conscious or an unconscious action. That this order tells our body what to think, what to say, what to do. And we let this order now begin with the Christ mind, telling our conscious mind true thoughts. Now let the light come around to the small of your back. There in the small of our back is our tenth power, the power of strength. Let strength. Strength is our ability to be quiet. Strength is how we would find the still small voice and let it be an active presence in our being. Let it flow up your back, up your spine. Let it fill out your shoulders. Let it flow down to your arms, all the way down into your hands. Let it extend as beams of light from each fingertip out into the world you see and out into the world you don't see. But let it extend as a healing light of connection of the realization of oneness between you and all beings so that you would never again claim a separation between yourself and any being on our planet. B 
be they present or invisible. Let all beings be connected through your thoughts, but be connected in love, in light, in the Christ connection. Now let your awareness go back up through your arms, go down through your body, and come all the way down into your hindquarters, into the bowel area. And here we awaken the power of renunciation. And here is where we release all the thoughts that we no longer need. All the thoughts that we have used to protect ourselves. And since we no longer need protecting because as God is for us, nothing could be against us. As love and wisdom are awake, we are discerning where we ought to be now and where we ought to be next. And so it is so safe to release the thoughts that have globbed onto our system, but to release them because they can't serve us anymore. We thank them for the service they have done to protect us when we were in our forgetting state. But we remember God now. We remember light now. We remember love now. We remember knowledge and wisdom. And we release these old thoughts. They are no longer the cause for our life or the quality of it. And finally, come around to the genital area, the regenerative organs, and let's awake up the twelfth power, the power of love. No, it isn't. <laughs> to now one is the power of life. Today I choose life, and I choose it more abundantly. I choose life. Life is awakened in every cell, every tissue, every fiber of my being. And it is reminding me of its purpose. And I may not hear that reminder in words. But I hear what I know and I will continue to know. Awaken to the awareness of life in my being now. Now let the light of God, the light of the Christ mind, flow through your legs. Easing any tension. Any joint stuff, let it... Set your knees free, your ankles, your feet, any stiffness, any soreness is now being massaged out, is now being oiled out with the thoughts that I am loved with an everlasting love. As God is for me, nothing and no one and no thing is ever against me. And so I move forward, awakened, and strengthened, and aware. So knowing this, that I have called forth for myself, that we have called forth for each other in this room, let us call it forth for anyone we can think of that we would like to join in with today. Call them into this sanctuary in consciousness so that they could know themselves in love as we know ourselves. Call their names aloud or silently, but call them forth now.
so our sanctuary has filled even more. But there is one more that we must invite into our sanctuary, this place called Unity. And it's the one we forgot to invite, or we may have been frightened to invite. The one we haven't yet forgiven. And whether it's an individual or a group, invite this being or all these beings into your conscious mind now so that you may see them in light. Insist that you see them in light. Call them now that we may announce namaste. The Christ in me beholds the Christ in you. And I have been seeing you not as you are, but perhaps as you have behaved and I have decided that you are. And I apologize for being wrong. I am grateful now to know that in God all beings are good. And so I insist on seeing you at your core. I insist in seeing you as your God-self so that I would not be anything less than my God-self. You and I have shared thoughts. Whether I've ever even met you or not, we have shared thoughts. And now, I call us together now in this sanctuary to share the thought of God, of love, of light, of wisdom and knowledge of healing and hold us to know that as God is for us, as our source is for us, nothing and no one is against us, and so I shall never be against you again. And that way I shall never be against myself again. So I invite you to join this group of lights so that I couldn't even discern the difference between any of us in this room full of light. And so our work is done in this healing moment. And knowing that, we begin to bring our focus back here, back here to this sanctuary, this place called Unity. And as we come back, we come back refreshed, renewed, fully aware of the good that has just taken place that we may say thank you and amen. So, there's just a couple of little things left. A new friend of mine is putting together a, uh, a group. I guess you call it, maybe call it a movement. And she's calling it uh, COVID Hope. COVID Hope. And she was talking to me about it. And she, uh, I, I directed her to a friend of mine to talk about it. And she said, what is your source of hope in the face of the COVID pandemic? And the person responded, my source is we can be kind. Imagine that. When I think about hope, I find the word itself to be challenging. in that implies that there's something we need that we don't have now and are hoping to find it in the future. I prefer to focus on faith, which to me is the knowing that everything we need is right here, right now, in this present moment. 
The only place we ever live life is in the present. And in that present, the only place we experience life is inside of ourselves. As thoughts and sensations that are observed by who we really are, an invisible, infinite, unshakable, unchangeable, eternal consciousness that observes those thoughts and sensations. Anything that appears to happen outside of ourselves is actually only experienced inside of ourselves. Another way of putting it is that when we look at the world, all we're really seeing is what we think and what we feel. Hence, all the different political opinions, all the different levels of fear are outpictured for each of us in the world we see. But that world is really only going on inside of us. And that is the only place in which we can work on it. If we think of what we see in the world as a mirror of our thoughts and feelings, I'm sure we could all agree that when you see something you don't like in a mirror, you don't try to change the mirror. You change what's being reflected in it. You, and when you do that, the mirror must change because it's nothing more than a reflection of what's in front of it. Before coronavirus came to the forefront, the big point of contention on Facebook, Facebook was politics. Some people were having civil discourse. Others were attacking, defending, insulting, insisting they were right, and vehemently stating that anyone who didn't see it their way was wrong. When the conversation shifted to coronavirus, it was interesting to see that most people carried their former tone and way of seeing things right over to this conversation. Some people looked at it objectively, others took a strong stand in a militant manner on one side or another, often based on their fear, but defended as fact, and soon the, and soon the same back-and-forth angry, judgmental, and civil conversations were occurring around this subject, as had occurred around politics. It made, where did I go? It made it clear to me that whatever is happening in the world is an outpicturing of what each individual is thinking. To me, politics, coronavirus, whatever, are all symptoms of a much bigger issue that is at hand. And that issue is about how we must come together as people, as a country, as a world, Spirit is constantly giving us opportunities to unite. Many times those opportunities look like disasters. But often it is those disasters that offer us the greatest opportunities to heal. To me, the place to avail ourselves of those opportunities is right here, right now, in the present moment. And the key to taking those opportunities is to be kind. It doesn't mean to be nice, to be sweet, to do something for another person at our own expense. Kindness is a state of being. And that's all I'm going to say on that, except it is signed by David Friedman. And he wrote it for my friend, who he's never met. She talked to me about this Friday, and I said, and she said, kind, I think I want kindness to be my focus. I said, I happen to know someone who wrote a book. <laughs> and wrote a song. And then she watched the video, that's the one's video online, and said, oh, I want this to be the theme for my COVID hope. So praying for each other is to be kind. Imagine that. To be kind. Not to be nice, but to be kind. If somebody grabs more paper products in the store than you, <laughs> don't go on YouTube having a fist fight over it, as I have seen. Say, take it. I'm going to go with it and pray. 
If others aren't kind to you, be kind to them. And let that be your prayer for them. Eric Butterworth said about when somebody cuts you off in traffic, wave them through and watch them smile. Our world will be so much better if we do not defend, but if we are kind. If someone is terrified about going outside, let them. And let your prayer for them be, I give thanks now that your mind and body are prospering now. And I give thanks that my mind and body is prospering now. Do not leave yourself out of the equation of how you would pray with another. I'm praying with you. People don't have to know that you're praying with them. You can give thanks driving down the highway. You can give thanks for every being in every car. Every car you say, I give thanks that you're prospering now. I give thanks that I'm prospering now. Prosperity isn't at this point so much about money, is it? Prosperity is about our fear. Prosperity is about the newest thought of lack. Prosperity is the assurance. The assurance that we are good and cannot not be good. In spite of fear. Most of us have some fear going on. We don't have it about the new disease. We have it about something else. I'm willing to bet there's not one person in this room that's not afraid about something. Something. And if that fear distracts you, but hopefully can lead you to a more deepening prayer of the kind of prayer we spoke about today. But we are assured. We are assured that we ourselves and all beings. And I beg of you, I just beg of you, if you are not affirming the highest good for all beings, start. Because you are the ones maintaining sickness and lack and poverty as long as you exclude anyone from the heaven consciousness, from the well-being of God. And if I do it, then I'm part of that, excluding I'm maintaining sickness. I'm maintaining lack. I'm maintaining war and poverty if I am the one leaving somebody out of love. I don't have to like what they have done. But the thing is, I'm not the one to judge what they have done. I can barely judge what I've done. Go to God. Say, God, I need to see this because otherwise I'm going to leave them out. My racial stuff, my prejudice, my bigotry is what keeps me separate. We must cut it out or take accountability that we are the ones maintaining the problem. They didn't start the problem. Or well, I don't know who started it. But I'm going to say, I'll start it. I started the problem. I started it when I forgot. And I am willing to end it today and bring us all together in love, in peace and joy. I will use wisdom and discretion or discernment in regards to touching, physically touching everybody. You know, I see no reason to play roulette. But I want to be with you guys. I want to celebrate God with you guys. I want to awaken to a higher understanding with you guys. And I'd like to do it in person. Rather than in isolation. 
I want to sing with you guys with Kenneth at this piano. I want to hear his voice every week. I want to hear your voices and thoughts every week. You can call me and we can pray together. I'm going to do a daily video. Some will agree with, some won't. Some of you agree with me today, some of you don't. I don't care. I have the microphone, isn't that the best thing? <laughs> you have the microphone, and I come to hear you, then you can talk. But in the meantime, I call myself blessed today. So blessed. I call you blessed today. I don't have to know how you're blessed. I just know that you are. And when David and I are driving home today, we're going to bless every house we see and the families that live in it, those houses. We're going to bless the highways and the roads and the yards and the animals. We are going to make it a habit of blessing everyone we like and everyone we don't like. Because anyone we don't like is because of our own forgetting. And we're going to pray for remembering. We are going to pray that we remember who and what we are. We're going to pray that we remember who and what you are. That's what I have to say today. Peekaboo. I am praying with you. Whether you know it or not. Kenneth, you'll see your